What does the Bible say about personal spiritual devotions such as prayer and Bible study? Does Scripture offer a daily checklist for the believer? How do we know if we're doing it right? Dr. David K. Bernard shares his thoughts on this important topic, so don't go away. Welcome to Apostolic Life in the 21st Century a podcast dedicated to helping modern-day believers live out the teachings of the first-century church. This podcast is part of the teaching ministry of Dr. David K. Bernard. Dr. Bernard has dedicated his life to studying the Bible and helping believers apply its message to their daily lives. In Apostolic Life in the 21st Century, Dr. Bernard answers your questions about what the Bible teaches and how those teachings apply to everyday life. If you enjoy this podcast, we encourage you to check out Dr. David K. Bernard's books. Dr. Bernard has written more than 30 books on biblical theology and Christian living and leadership. Visit PentecostalPublishing.com and search David Bernard for a list of available titles. Enter promo code DKB10 at checkout to save 10% on your order. That's PentecostalPublishing.com promo code DKB10 to save 10% at checkout. Thank you for joining us. I'm confident that many of our listeners who are watching this episode or listening to it have made some sort of resolution or commitment for this year in the area of their personal spiritual disciplines. And they may have decided that they want to pray more or that they're going to read the Bible through this year. And we certainly commend those efforts. think that's important. But it raises a question, what should personal devotions involved because the Bible never says thou shalt pray one hour per day or thou shalt read the Bible through in a year. Considering all that, how do we know if we're doing personal devotions right? Well, let me give you some suggestions and guidelines. First of all, let's look at the components. What should a healthy, well-rounded spiritual life look like? First of all, I think we should commit to prayer. Um, the, The best plan is to have a daily time of prayer, and it's helpful to have it at the same time. And I, I think it's more about relationship than, than minutes or hours. Although to get quality time, you sometimes have to spend quantity time. So I think the best plan is to set a time every day where you pray, whether it be 10 minutes, 15 minutes, an hour, and it could vary. And it may be that your daily schedule is not quite the same. Mine is different every week. But if you try to set a time, usually in the morning, usually first thing, that's probably best, although for some at lunch or in the evening. Uh, but you don't want to let things crowd out your day and you never get around to praying. Uh, some prayer can be while you're driving, you're commuting. Uh, I don't think all of your time You have to have some intensely focused time, but you can redeem the time. So if you're commuting like I do by plane or train or driving or uh, riding with someone, that that could be at least part of your your prayer time. Uh, And I think the idea more than an exact amount is building the relationship and having consistency. And also, let's be realistic. So if you set this time, I want to pray, you know, 7 a.m. for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever. And let's say your day gets blown away by things outside of your control. Or let's say your schedule changes. Well, if you can succeed five out of the seven days, 
Well, that's a passing grade. It's not perfect, but don't beat yourself up or condemn yourself. Because what happens is people often do something unrealistic. Well, I'm going to pray an hour a day, and then they fall short, and then they give up. Or I'm going to pray every day, and they miss a day, they give up. So I would say uh, it's not a matter of condemnation. It's not a matter of earning uh something from God. You can't earn favors by so many hours of prayer or so many days of fasting. It's about relationship. It's about building a relationship. So having a consistent relationship is most important. If you fall short one day, that's okay. You you can do extra the next day, for example, but it's not a legalism, but daily prayer. And really the Bible says pray without ceasing. So I've learned over the years that I'm in conversation with the Lord all the time. So it's not just a set time. Well, here's my prayer time. I'm going to talk to God uh, and go through my checklist, but it's interacting with God at different times of the day, praying as a need arises or when something unusual happens, just talking to the Lord about it, asking what he thinks, or you have a decision, asking the Lord or taking a moment to pray. Somebody expresses a need saying, well, let's stop and let's pray right now. So prayer gets woven in your day. Bible reading and studying should also be daily, uh, but sometimes, again, your schedule may be get messed up. So sometimes I may read uh, many chapters. Sometimes I read a whole book. I like to do that because I get the whole context. Uh, other times it might be just a verse or two. Uh, so again, the idea is not to beat yourself up, not to have a rigid schedule. My goal, I like to read the Bible through every year. So that means you need to average about three chapters a day. Uh, That's in addition to to study. So prayer, Bible reading, which I would include study, meditation, thinking about the Bible. So sometimes reading one verse and thinking about it, praying about it, studying it might be more beneficial than just going through three or five chapters just to say you've done it. Third thing is fasting. Again, it's not about earning favors with God. It's not about legalism. It's not about a rigid requirement. But I think a good discipline, which I've tried to do for most of my uh, adult life, and sometimes it's difficult because of my schedule, but I like to fast one day a week. I don't always do that because, as I said, sometimes my schedule is full of events. If you have a lot of strenuous work, it may be difficult to fast a lot, but one easy way to do it is eat your evening meal, eat supper, and then fast to the next supper. So that way you're getting 24 hours, but you're not, um, you, you still are, you know, have enough nutrition to, to take care of what you need to take care of. Or another thing might be once a quarter to take two or three days, uh, to fast. If there's a special need, a special time in your life, such as consecration, then you might have a special day or several days of fasting. It's not so much, again, um, you're not earning favors with God at all. It's not so much a requirement. In fact, the Bible never, the New Testament never specifically says you shall fast, but Jesus gave guidelines assuming we would fast. Um, another spiritual discipline is attending church faithfully. So obviously we need a local church. We need a pastor. We need to be faithful to the regular services of our local church, which typically would be Sunday plus a midweek Bible study or home friendship group or cell group. So we should be faithful, a regular in attendance. And it's just a given. We're going to go to church when it's time to go. Our family's going to go. That's a spiritual discipline. Also tithes and offerings. Uh, that should be 
a given. That should be a commitment that we make to support the kingdom of God. And I would also add sharing our testimony. It shouldn't be seen as optional. Again, none of these things are legalistic requirements to earn salvation or earn favors with God or make ourselves holy. It's about building relationship with God. And from that relationship, of course, we have power with God. We have power over evil and and uh, blessings of God. But it flows from relationship, not from some kind of mathematical formula or legalistic requirement. But I would say as part of that, our lifestyle should be sharing our testimony, inviting people to church, um, you know, meeting strangers or visitors or people that we regularly interact with and building relationships that would be conducive to um, helping to lead them to the Lord. That should be part of our spiritual disciplines as well. I think if we have these basic elements in place, we can have a healthy, mature spiritual life. Sometimes God will call us to extraordinary consecration or effort. Or sometimes the pastor will feel led to call the church, particularly in the beginning of the year, perhaps, um, to call the church to some special times of prayer, fasting, consecration. So as a group, uh, maybe we'll do it some things on an extraordinary basis a few times a year. Uh, but and so I think there's a value in corporate prayer and corporate Worship, coming to church early to pray should be a regular habit. Uh, or maybe there are some designated times of corporate prayer that you're invited to join or the pastor asks you to participate in. But there also should be some individual prayer. And ultimately, it's it's got to be a relationship between you and the Lord. Thank you for listening to this episode of Apostolic Life in the 21st Century. If you enjoy this podcast, please take a moment to give us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. We also appreciate it when you share Apostolic Life in the 21st Century with a friend or family member. And make plans to join us again next time as we look at how the Bible applies to everyday life.